And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week is Valentine's Day. Or is it? No, not really, because it's the first week in November, so... Uh, we're we're close to Valentine's Day. Yes, we uh, we got pretty close. Um, we'll get into it a little bit more. Not a big fan of Valentine's Day. No, I mean Doctor Zoiberg had it right, and today would only be great <laughs> if it was Valentine's Day. Wait a minute, uh, but it was. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> yeah, God, I love I love the crossovers with you know other Matt grading product products yeah. like uh, Futurama where. You're like, you know, when Futurama did the Valentine's Day thing, it's like, kind of like, oh, it's like the Simpsons Valentine's Day thing. That wasn't the episode, that, the Futurama episode, I think they did two maybe, because there's the one with the candy hearts where Fry yep, that's passes that one. out. That's what's that the, one. What's the one where the time, was the was it a Valentine's Day episode where the time the time hop episode? No, I think. Because like he, he won Lisa's heart and then like a time skipped and they got a divorce. Oh. I guess I don't know. That's like, see, that's a uh, Comedy Central season six. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like one of the newer episodes, I think. Don't know. But how about let's get back to Simpsons? I know we yes. love Futurama, <laughs> but, but let's get back to the Simpsons. So uh, this week um, we're doing uh, season four, episode 15. I love Lisa. I do love Lisa. She's she, very smart. Yep, which is kind of funny because it's it's a Lisa centric episode, but it's also a Ralph centric episode too. Yes, so which is kind of cool. So we add add a little bit of uh, extra uh, centricity to this yes. episode, and uh, cool cool uh, title reference too because uh, it's a reference to I Love Lucy. Yeah, that was kind of an easy one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Although um, we didn't get any I Love Lucy references in this episode. No, kind of weird, but sure. Yep. Uh, but it's kind of funny. So the air date for this episode is actually February 11th of 93. So Yep, two days before my they, birthday. They actually lined this episode up pretty well with Valentine's Day, which is so, kind of rare for Simpsons. I mean, yeah. Halloween, they usually line up pretty well. But mo- most of everything else, Christmas, because of the hiatus thing, yeah. they don't really line up very well. And a lot and of the other cool, holidays, they don't. And a cool tidbit uh, about this episode is it's actually based on a real event of one of the writers. Nice. Yeah, so, see, all these, a lot of these early early season episodes, when they're kind of thinking of what what do we write? Where, where do the Simpsons go from here sort of thing? They're yeah. like, let's just pull from real life experiences, which is, yeah. I think, honestly, I think real life experience pulling from like writers and, and directors and stuff is better than pulling from thin the, air. Well, no real world situations, you know, like a lot of episodes and TV shows, they yeah. kind of have. It, oh. it really depends on the show for me when they pull from real world, because like law and order, like. They pull from real life events, but I guess that's more murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the Simpsons are going to do murder. They should. Yeah. A Law and Order Simpson episode. That'd be great. I think they, I think I'm pretty sure they've referenced Law and Order a couple times in the Simpsons. <laughs> I'm sure they have. Uh, so the recap for this week, Lisa gives Ralph Wiggum a Valentine and he develops a huge crush on her. So question have you ever given somebody a Valentine or did anybody give you a Valentine 
and you developed a crush on that person or vice versa? Not because of the Valentine. I think I just made it of my own free will. Like, I mean, I think I, the funny thing is, is I don't know how Springfield Elementary works, but I no. remember, <laughs> but I remember our elementary school, middle school, you were basically obligated to bring in a Valentine for every single person. It wasn't just a free for all, give well, one to who you want. Elementary school was a, you bring one for everyone. I don't ever remember doing a whole lot of Valentine's Day stuff in in middle school. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, Springfield Elementary seems to be a free-for-all, like, give yeah. one to who you want. Yeah. Um, but well, I no. feel like maybe back in the day, like, maybe in the 80s, that's how it was. Yeah. Because so, they didn't care about people's feelings in the no, 80s. No, they didn't. Which, I... Once again, oh, my feelings are hurt. I didn't get a Valentine. Well, maybe you're just not likable. Like Ralph. <laughs> but uh-huh. but uh, no, I mean, I didn't. I don't think. Uh, I think I wished girls I think I had crushes on to give me a Valentine. And obviously they did. But yeah, because I remember, I think it was high school. You could buy roses. Yes. For Valentine's Day. I, I'm never, not or... I never did that. And I never got one. Even if I had a girlfriend in high school, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'll, I'll buy her a Valentine of, of my own free will. I'm not going to give yeah. the money school for roses Yeah, that I could either buy myself or I don't know. Like, it, Yeah. I never received a rose. I never gave a rose. I didn't really have money to do it anyways. So yeah. All right. So chalkboard this week, I will not call the principal <laughs> spudhead. Now, do you know what Spudhead is? Did you Google Spudhead? I never Googled it, but Spud is potato. Yeah, so... So, Potato Head. So, don't call the principal Mr. Potato Head? I guess not. <laughs> maybe maybe the copyright... There was a copyright infringement where you maybe. could... They couldn't use Mr. Potato Head, so they were like, okay, uh, well, Potato's called a Spud. We'll call him Spudhead. Because, yeah, I Googled it, and I don't think there's slang for it. There's no reference to it. So I would say try UrbanDictionary.com, but that might not get you the result you want. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to guess I'm gonna guess there was a, a wordplay of Mr. Potato Head originally, yeah. and they, could, they couldn't use it because TM. Maybe. And, uh, yeah, so they went with Spudhead. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, Principal Skinner was uh, wearing a potato sack or something. And... Maybe, Okay, either way, I don't know. I can't I can't say one way or the other. So, uh, couch gag, we get our first repeat of the uh, Circus Lion couch gag, which we originally saw in Lisa's first word. And that was literally, like, four <laughs> episodes ago. So yeah. They, someone, someone at uh, either Fox or Simpsons headquarters was like, dude, remember when we did that Circus Lion couch gag? Dude, Twitter blew up, even though Twitter's not even here yet. <laughs> Twitter just went nuts, and so they had to repeat it right away, I guess. That, or they didn't have any ideas for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're and as we're about to see, we're about to go into a string of a few episodes where we get some repeated couch gags, and this the Circus Line couch gag is in like four or five episodes. I know, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Some, someone blew up something and was like, dude, we gotta, we gotta roll with this. While, or, while the iron is hot, we got to roll yeah. with this couch gag. Yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, so our episode starts out on the KBBL radio station with a heart wipe. 
because yeah, it's Valentine's Day. I, like I didn't notice that. I noticed that at the end of the episode. I missed it at the beginning. Yeah. So the very first, like they, uh, what is that? What it's called in the uh, in the entertainment industry? A heart a wipe. wipe. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. Because I remember. Because I remember. I was thinking back to. Okay. Because I was gonna say open up on heart shape thingy black in. And no, I was, it's a heart wipe. Okay, because I was thinking to remember when uh, when Homer and Ned are doing their videos for yeah. uh, Ned's dating, and they're like, "and star wipe," and um, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, that's got to be a well." Wipe. Technically, this is not a wipe; it okay. is a push. Okay, so it is a heart push. Heart push. Okay, see that's what, see. I I knew you would know. Yeah. What what the actual terminology for this was? Because you're pushing into the scene with the heart opening up. So. That was so cool. I was yeah. like, that was awesome. And for some reason. KBBL is playing the Monster Mash on Valentine's Day. Well, don't you know that that the monsters are in groups and they're loving and and like the zombies and the the werewolves are all lining up two by two and and stop mashing. trying to stretch this. <laughs> that is a stretch. Uh, but it's great because I love I love when we cut to we see somebody making candy hearts and you can hear the radio announcers argue over why he played monster mash <laughs> that was and so, so awesome. that was great and so we so as i said we get candy hearts and we in like a minute and we find out bard is the one painting them which makes sense so he writes on the candy hearts kiss off eat my shorts prize pig you stink and love sucks that's awesome and I love how he's wearing like the monocle, like yes. uh, magnifying glass to be yes. so precise writing on him. Well, you gotta be. I mean, you got that tiny brush. The candy heart, the the chalk is like not that big. And yes, I'm gonna call it chalk because candy hearts taste like chalk. Yep, it's but, chalk. <laughs> but I, it's crazy. It's actual like to for Bart to put that much effort into a prank. I mean, if he put that much effort into a schoolwork, man, yeah. he could he could grow up to be Supreme Court justice. Yep, yes, he could. <laughs> So, uh, so then we cut to the old folks home and Abe and Jasper are sitting down and Abe is going on about how he hates Valentine's day because it's just another Hallmark holiday cooked up to sell cards. And I could, I, I want to, I want to take this line and plaster it everywhere. So for, for, cause nobody out there really knows me. I hate Valentine's day because it falls the day after my birthday. So nobody pays attention to my birthday. <laughs> Well, you know. Yes, I am that petty. <laughs> well, you know what's really funny. I don't know in '93 if if the Hallmark holiday reference because nowadays everyone's like, "Oh, Christmas is all Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is a Hallmark holiday. Halloween's a Hallmark holiday. Like all this stuff now is considered." Who buys Hallmark. cards for Halloween, dude? They go to Target, man. They got cards for Halloween. I'm telling you, like everything is like designed to make money nowadays. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know, but I don't know if in '93. We or most people considered it Hallmark holiday as opposed to eh, let the ones we love. Let's give them. I mean, we gave our parents Valentine's and yeah. we gave presents and stuff like that Pro- growing up. So probably, probably my worst birthday was fifth grade because Valentine's Day fell on a Saturday that year. Oh, which so was, you did all the Valentine's so we did, stuff on Friday. Yeah. So my birthday was meshed with Valentine's Day, and I'm like, that's bull crap. <laughs> um, I did get cake, which. But it was pink because it was Valentine's Day. It was awful. I hated it. <laughs> Valentine's Day sucks. Although I will say our grandfather was born, our dad's dad was born on 
February 14th. So I kind of got to share my birthday a little bit with him. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jasper gets a Valentine's Day card from his granddaughter, which is nice. And Abe is just sitting there. And he's like, can I have the envelope? Because <laughs> he didn't get a Valentine's Day card and he doesn't want to feel left out. <laughs> yeah. Poor Abe. Well, nobody remembers Abe because he's in the nursing home. Yeah. Well, retirement home. So uh, so then we cut to Mo and Mo got a... <laughs> Mo got a uh, Valentine's Day as well from his secret admirer, <laughs> who just happens to be Barney. Hello. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> and and uh, Barney burps Mo a kiss. Oh, my God. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was great. I loved it. Well, of course, Barney is going to be Mo's secret admirer because Mo fills Barney with beer. Yep, exactly. And I love how Barney's there on Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> but the bar is actually empty. Like, you don't see yes. the other bar flies. It's literally just Barney. Well, I mean, it could be like 10 a.m. Like it just be opening time, and like the other barflies went to work. Yeah, and I know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but like next episode's Barney quote kind of works perfectly. If you never closed, I'd never leave. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, so now we cut to the uh, Simpson household, and Marge uh, cooked Homer a nice big plate of bacon and eggs that spell out "I love you." See, <laughs> see, there's a woman you marry. Over and over again. But if, if I if I had anybody, I don't care who it is. If anybody came to my house with a plate of bacon and eggs that spelled out "I love you," I would be forever in their debt. Yeah, but I love the fact that two episodes ago, Homer or maybe three, four episodes, Homer literally just had a heart attack, and now Marge is pumping him full of bacon and eggs again. <laughs> I mean. I feel like maybe that's non. I don't know. Again, continuity. But maybe it's like a one-time thing. Like Marge is like, okay, Homer, it's Valentine's Day. I'll give you bacon and eggs, but tomorrow you're back to oatmeal. Yes. And so uh, Marge is like, oh, yeah, I gave this to you for this special day. And Homer is like, crap, crap. (laughs) What day is it? Uh, Just take a wild guess at it. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Oh, you remembered. <laughs> what a lucky guess. Well, okay, come on. He obviously has to know February. And there's only really two Does holidays it... in February that we're learning this episode. One is Valentine's Day. And so he had a he could have been like happy President's Day. <laughs> okay, I feel like well, she said special day, so he has a choice of Valentine's Day, their wedding anniversary, or Christmas. Or birthday. So he's, no, he'd probably know Christmas. I'd say birthday. So then, birthday is... So, I mean, he's got a 33% chance of getting it right. But again, this is Homer Simpson we're talking about. So I'm going to give him a 10% chance of giving this right. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, so then we cut to Bart asking Homer if he made any plans. I know. He was like, I'm not doing this. You know, I'm not doing <laughs> this. This is this is a dumb holiday. And then you see uh, Flanders outside. <laughs> if you think I'm cuddly and you want my company, come on, wifey, let me know. Uh, uh, uh. And as Steve just sung very God, I never wanted to hear that sung by you. Uh, Ned, Flang- Ned Flanders is singing a heavily sanitized version of Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? And this is, so I had to look this up because this is in one of my favorite movies. So I married an axe murderer. Yes. Like, I'm like, why do I know this song? And yep. so, um, yeah, um, Flanders makes, and he's dressed in a, a, a heart a heart box? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is... I, I mean, I think we're starting to open up more of Ned Flanders' personality now. 
Yeah. Like, we really haven't gotten much through the first three seasons, three and a half seasons, of Flanders' actual personality and what he's like. Yeah. Well, we do find... We do... We do find out in the next episode what he's like drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we find out so. what everyone's like drunk. Yeah. So um, Bart tells Homer he should give, you know, Marge her present. And Homer's like, that's a great idea, boy. And then he runs out of the, he runs up. He's like, it's in the closet on the second floor Whoa. of our home. I love how he says that. I'm like. You could have just said it's in the bedroom. But like, why would he, why, okay, so obviously he wants to escape the house to go get a present. Why would he be like, oh, it's in the garage? <laughs> because because I, I feel like that would be too easy to detect. Now, but remember the whole trope is, you know, either, maybe he could have run upstairs, run wherever, and then you hear the car starting and the car, like, zip away. <laughs> Did he run to the quickie mart? <laughs> no. So so we see. So we hear him run upstairs. We hear him close the door, lock it. Yeah. Open the window. He falls down because he tried to climb the the storm drain, and the storm drain detached from the house, and he fell down. He stands up. He looks around, and he runs. Yeah. So he ran to the quickie mart instead of taking his car. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like they wouldn't notice that. No, well, I'm sure they knew what was up. It's Homer. Yeah, and so Homer goes to the Quickie Mart, and he's like, quick, quick, Apu, what do you got for Valentine's Day? I got this box of chocolate for $100. (laughs) That's highway robbery. Well, I'll take it, but I'm never going to shop here again. No, no, no. He told him he he went buy it, and then Apu's like, Oh, "Uh right. (laughs) Sure you won't. Uh And then Homer kind of nudges towards the door. He's like, all right, I'll take it. But I'm never shopping here again. (laughs) And then Apu, like, he's like, Oh, he better not uh, notice about the discount store next door. He's like, Nikolov expired baby food. <laughs> Sold. I guess, well, I guess Maggie needs baby food too, right? Expired baby food? Exactly. They, I That's mean, a nickel off. Hey, man, after Homer's triple bypass, I doubt they have much money left. We well, don't I guess, know that. well, no, no, no. They got the cheap surgery from Dr. Neck, so they probably do yeah. have some money left over. Also, don't forget, they have all the gold in the floorboards. Right. That hasn't run and out And the diamonds. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now uh, we cut to the Springfield Elementary and Miss Hoover is trying to get the kids to put together or someone was like, was it Janie or someone's like, oh, can we pass out Valentine's? Yeah. And Miss Hoover was like, no, we need to make these little boxes to put it on the front of a desk. At least like, isn't that just busy work? <laughs> sure is. Get cracking. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they want the data, you know, kind of almost be done done before. You know, so that way she doesn't yeah. have to teach or do anything. So they construct the boxes, put them on the front, and now they're passing out valentines. Oh, no, 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 because you, you, you skipped over a Ralph quote. My my parents won't let oh, me right. use scissors. And all the kids laugh at him. And Miss <laughs> Hoover is just like, you can't even cut butter with these, these things. things. <laughs> oh, these are the best Ralph quotes. This whole episode is like literally the start of all the Ralph quotes. Yeah. Like Also, this- also Miss Hoover is a terrible teacher because she encourages the kids to laugh at Ralph. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Ralph is so dumb and stuff. I feel bad for Ralph. Yep. And Miss Hoover's like, okay, everyone, children, take out your red crayons. Miss Hoover, I don't have my red crayon. Well, what happened? I ate it. <laughs> and then you kind of see him smile and there's red all over his teeth. Why Why isn't Ralph in a special ed class? Because, um... They can't afford they it. They can't afford it. <laughs> or, uh, Ralph just tested above the line. I don't know, maybe. 
Um, and then, so now Skinner gets on the announcement <laughs> horn and uh, is like, there's some fake candy hearts circulating and it's most likely Bart. <laughs> I love uh, how he accuses Bart without any proof. Oh, it's always Bart. If yeah. it's in the school, it's always Bart. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And he's like, I like how he's like, um, he has a flashback. He's like, Valentine's Day is no joke. And he has a flashback, Denang, 1969, where they're on a boat and he's talking to one of his soldiers about sending a Valentine's Day, Valentine back to his uh, wife. And he gets uh, shot to death which is a reference to the apocalypse now. So I think this is the second or third one now within. Yeah, there's the two. There's also seasons. two. So there's a kind of a somewhat controversy over this scene because some veterans didn't necessarily like it, but there's two characters on the boat that are modeled after two of the characters in apocalypse now. Uh, and one, of I think I can't, I think it was Matt Groening's brother. I don't remember. I read it that um, one of, one of the, siblings of one of the writers or graining actually loves this scene and he's a veteran so he's like well go screw yourself basically yeah um and so i like how he's like johnny johnny and then he like bar's like cool i broke principal skinner's brain <laughs> that's awesome yeah. uh, i don't now this is just crazy because this is probably like the seventh or eighth flashback of uh i think it's only like the third oh really i feel like we've yeah. gotten a lot of uh skinner either flashbacks or remembrances of his time in the army I mean, it's, I think it, it might, it might only be like the second flashback, but it's definitely not the first time we've heard Skinner talk about yeah. Nom. Yep. Uh, so now Hoover tells the kids it's time to pass out the Valentines and, uh, Miss Hoover, <laughs> I glued my head to my shoulder. Damn it, Ralph. <laughs> How do you glue your head to your shoulder with Elmer? Like, I'm assuming they're using like yeah, Elmer's yeah. glue. Yep. But, you know, uh, but, it, but it's funny. I think they finally, the Simpsons writers finally picked what Ralph was going to become. Because all mm -hmm. the other episodes prior to this, it's trying to make Ralph semi-smart, kind of dumb. Yeah. You know, they never really fit into Ralph. And now I think almost all the times that Ralph talks now from now on, it's just Ralph quotes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty much, pretty much it. Um, yeah. And so, obviously, Ralph doesn't get a Valentine because everyone thinks he's a goof. Mm -hmm. And so Lisa feels bad for him and she erases someone else's name on a so card. Here's, so here's my question. So I watched this scene. She definitely erases something. Yeah. Does she erase somebody else's name and writes Ralph or does she erase a couple, you know, the to and from and writes to, uh, to Ralph from Lisa and it was a Valentine she was going to hand out. Yeah, so I almost think it was a, a Valentine she was going to give to someone else, and she yeah. just decided to give it to Ralph. That's the only thing I could think of. Because so I, I, I did read somewhere, somebody thought she got a Valentine and just recycled it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which, I mean that's possible, too. Yeah. She's like, this is the one card in the pile that's dumb, so let's give it yeah. to Ralph. And yeah. so the, the card, which is awesome, and I actually have one of these cards provided by, so so for those of you that don't know, uh, the Simpson man, he's been a guest on our podcast twice, mm -hmm. does these Valentine's Day boxes um, that you could buy for your significant other. 
And one of the things in the box <laughs> is a I Choo Choo Choose You Valentine's Day card. So go check him out. The Simpsons Man on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And mm-hmm. come next Valentine's Day, make sure to buy a box for your significant other. Or for uh, yourself. I mean, or for take, yourself. Take care of yourself. Be your own Valentine. Yep. And so the the like, Ralph's like, I Choo Choo Choose You. And there's a picture of a train. And that train resembles Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever got a... I, well, maybe in, like, kindergarten I got a Thomas the Tank Engine Valentine. Maybe. I usually... Usually, like, when we were in elementary school, I usually bought, like... I think I bought, like, turtles and, like, princesses. Like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers for the boys and, like, girly... Grade 8, our, our mom helped us pick it out. So... You know, yeah. I, I never did the train. No. So uh, so they get a special holiday meal because it's Valentine's Day. And that's uh, that special meal, uh, beef hearts. Yep. And, and uh, so the truck driver comes up. He's like, where do you want those beef hearts? <laughs> On the floor. Doesn't look very clean. Just do your job, heart boy. <laughs> yeah. So I, was, I wasn't sure if this was Lunch Lady Doris's first episode. And it is not. She was also in Lisa's Pony. That yep. was her first episode. Yeah. For anybody who might not well, remember, also also wasn't she in the the Little Miss Springfield? Wasn't she a judge on the panel? Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I just don't remember these things. My memory is not the greatest. Um, so I love the fact that when he dumps it on the floor right before you cut to the the uh, cafeteria, you do hear a heartbeat. That's kind of funny. That was awesome. Like, oh, that's kind of cool because even though hearts can't beat when they're out of your chest or any cavity that has a heart yep so um and bart how did bart get one of the hearts well or was I'm, this or, or did they or did lunch lady yours just take the heart put it on two loaves two pieces of bread and here you go i don't quite know i mean because, she was like just pass here cut them up like steak here you go yeah. a heart for everyone because bart was like oh my baboon heart and he like plops it on the table <laughs> and all the girls scream yeah so, uh, it's now the end of the school day and Ralph is waiting outside for Lisa so he can ask her to walk her home and Lisa's like, sure. And so they just have, so as they're walking to Lisa's, they just have an awkward conversation cause it's Ralph. And I love how Ralph's like, do you like stuff? So do you like stuff? You know, and- honestly, Ralph is me. That is totally me. I can't talk to women. <laughs> Terrible uh, at it. But this, but this next quote, this is what the probably top three of my favorite Ralph quotes. My doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds <laughs> if I just got my finger out of there. <laughs> oh my god! Hands down, one of my top three favorite Ralph quotes. Hands uh, down. I think my favorite Ralph quote is "My cat breath smells like cat food." <laughs> yeah, that one's good too. Oh. Uh, they're all so, good. Yeah, they are. So Lisa's like, okay, Ralph, bye. And she goes into the, the house and then she runs past Bart and Homer, who are watching Itchy and Scratchy, and it's their Valentine's Day special, My Bloody Valentine. Scratchy gives Itchy a heart that says, I love you on it. Aw, even though Itchy keeps blowing Scratchy up and killing him. Itchy then realizes he didn't get anything for Scratchy, so he sticks his hand into Scratchy's heart, pulls it, pulls out his heart, Indiana Jones style, gives it back to him. Scratchy loves it, puts it on like a shelf on his wall. 
then sits down to read the paper where the paper says, you need a heart to live. Scratchy realizes what's going on, gets up, and then dies. Yeah. Like, I get it's a cartoon, but... Oh, that's awesome. That was so funny. I like that. I was that. just like, what? When he noticed that it was his own heart, and then he would need it to live without a newspaper telling him? No, he's scratchy. He's dumb. Yeah. So then we get uh, then we get Krusty talking about his 29th anniversary show, which both Bart and Homer want to go see. And I love how like Homer's like, I would sell my firstborn son to go see it. And Bart's just like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) oh, those are that's awesome. That's great. No, I mean, I I think if my hero is having like an anniversary show, I definitely want to. Oh, absolutely. Want to attend it. Yeah. Um, and so we see uh, a scene. So they're kind of doing cl- that must be up to this anniversary. Show. I think I Conan did this when he was doing like his anniversary shows and stuff. Okay. He'd always show clips of old, yeah. old episodes and stuff. And we get one where Mel is whacked out on Wowie sauce. <laughs> um, and I guess so uh, he's talking about something and swears and we get a yes. sensor bleep, which is the first time they actually used it for profanity. Like, on any cable show? No, 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 just in The Simpsons. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, in ever. No. Why? What? <laughs> I don't know. You were like, no. this is the first time censor bleep was used for actual, actual profanity. And I'm like... In The Simpsons? Well, you didn't write that. You just wrote actual profanity. So I'm like, well, oh, this is the first Simpsons invented? I was going to say, this is the Simpsons did it, but they invented the bleep? No, they definitely did not invent the bleep. Aw, <laughs> oh, I thought that would have been awesome. No. Um, so, you know, when Bart says he would do anything to go to that show, um, he's holding a Buzz Cola. He's not. No, no, no. Oh. So he's sitting on the couch with Homer. We get yep. the, the, the wide shot of both of them. He's like, I would do anything to go to that show. He has nothing in his hands. And then oh. they do a close up of Bart reacting to Homer when Homer was like, yeah, I'd sell my firstborn son. And, he all, and then he has a Buzz Cola in his hand. Magic Buzz Cola. Right? Magic, or magic, con- magic, or, or animation error. Buzz, Bart, Bart, Buzz. <laughs> Bart thought, thought of a Buzz Cola and it just appeared in his hands. He's magic. Yeah. Uh, and so now Lisa, we cut to the kitchen and Lisa's telling Marge about the Valentine she gave Ralph. And she asked Marge advice, you know, for, you know, basically letting down a boy easy yes. for, you know, saying, oh, I don't have a crush on you. And so Lisa's like, Ralph thinks I like him, but I only gave him the Valentine because I felt sorry for him. And then Homer walks. He's like, ah, sweet pity. Where would my life life have been without it? And that's pretty true. Marge yeah. felt pity on him when they were driving on the way we was. She was, he was. she was driving down the road, felt pity on Homer and pulled over and let him in. Yeah, I love I love Homer's reasons yep. to let a yeah, boy down. I got it. I got it. I know. So, I was I was setting it up. So so Lisa's like, well, what do you say to a boy to let him know you're not interested? And then Marge is like, well, honey. And Homer's like, let me handle this, Marge. I've heard them all. <laughs> uh, I like you as a friend. I think we should see other people. I don't speak English. I'm married to the sea. I don't want to kill you, but I will. <laughs> Uh, have you ever gotten that one well i've never gotten any of these well i think i've maybe have gotten i like you as a friend more times than i would like to count oh but you had never gotten the i'll kill you but i will okay i've never gotten i've never gotten the other ones except for i like you as a friend which is probably the worst one out of them i would be okay if so like if if a girl's like i don't want to kill you but i will i'm like all right back it off 
fine by me. Yep. And then, and then, uh, Marge, you know, tells Lisa that just say you're not ready yet. And Homer says, if that doesn't work, I got six simple words. I'm not gay, but I'll learn. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lisa tells Ralph how she feels the next day, um, at the playground. And, you know, it's kind of like he seems that he understands, but he really doesn't. Yeah. Cause then he goes home, uh, to his dad to see, uh, if he can tell her how to get a girl to like him. And we fi- found out that Ralph's dad is Clancy Wiggum. So this is the first time yes. we see this. Yep. And uh, Wiggum is cracking open <laughs> coconut or walnuts oh. with his gun. Just oh. kind of smashing with the handle and opening yeah. them. And, you know, he tells Ra- Ralph the key is pers- being persistent. Yep. And don't lose your cool. And then, and then he kind of whacks a walnut and it, it won't crack. Yeah. And so he uh, shoots it with his gun, <laughs> which... Doesn't, I don't think, crack the walnut because it kind of blows a hole clean through the yeah, kitchen table. Pretty sure that walnut is now not eatable because it's in several million pieces. <laughs> yep. And I don't think it's uh, uh, safe to fire a weapon when your kid is in the room. No, no, it is not. Let alone but, in your own house. But remember, this is Chief Wiggum. Yes. He loses, loses a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, Ralph, you know, asks, you know, Clancy if persistence, how he's got his mom. And Clancy says uh, to never underestimate the appeal of a man in uniform as his gut flows out onto the table out of his uniform. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there are a lot of women out there who love a guy in uniform yep. or vice versa. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, everybody's got their thing. Um. So then we get... Um, so after that, we cut back to, I think it was Bart and Lisa watching the uh, Krusty the Clown show, and Krusty yep. announces they have only four more days until his 29th anniversary. I love and how it's the 29th anniversary. Who celebrates that? I don't know. People? <laughs> I mean, he's only one year away from 30. Well, well, as he said in his next line, he said, reviewers said Krusty went last a week, and you know where they are now? They're all dead. How's it going down there? Yeah. That's why he does. He probably does a yearly anniversary to mock the reviewers. Yeah, right. And so we get a clip of uh, (laughs) Krusty with the animal handler. He's like, oh, why do they call this a urine monkey? (laughs) Never mind. Because the urine monkey is on Krusty's head. Oh, that was so gross, but so funny. Oh, yeah. the urine monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, so then, you know, Bart's like, we got to get tickets. And Lisa's like, well, for us to get the tickets, our parents would have to be a part of the cultural elite. Yep. And then Homer walks in uh, t- trying out a toothbrush he got from Flanders Trash. And Homer's <laughs> like, can you believe Flanders threw out a perfectly good toothbrush? And then he like, uses it. And then he uses it. Like, it's from, like, you know, I'm guessing, you know, just like normal people throw away a toothbrush every yes. six months when you go to a dentist. So, yeah. I I mean, maybe I Homer... Think you're, I think you're supposed to replace your toothbrush every three months. No, six months. Why do you think the dentist gives you a new one at every appointment? Mm, I still think it's three months. That's what I've heard. Nah, six months. Unless your bristles are completely destroyed, then maybe, but... So then Homer... Uh, so Ralph comes over, knocks on the door. Lisa finds out that it's Ralph. He's like, he's he, and she tells Homer to get rid of Ralph. And Homer opens up the door and tells Ralph that Lisa's on the can and go and to go away. And Ralph's like, I do anything for Lisa. 
And so Homer uh, tells Ralph that Lisa wants him to tar the roof. Oh, this is now this is another one of probably one of my top three. Mr. Simpson, the tar fumes are making me dizzy. Yeah, yeah. they'll do that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Just compacted. Just compacted in this episode. Yes, it's fantastic. So uh, then we cut to, I don't know if it's the same day or the no, next day. it be the day. next day because they're already at home. So my guess would be yeah. the next day at school. Well, President's Day is coming up, right? Yep. I think you yes. wrote, wrote it's like third week at third Monday in the month, right? Yep. Every third Monday of the month. Yeah. So of I mean, February. Sorry, not of the month of February. Yeah. So, so we get it'd be the week after Valentine's Day, most likely. Usually, uh, I'm assuming usually. The, would be week the week at, yeah, it would be the Monday after the week of Valentine's Day. Yep. So, so we get the President's Day pageant auditions, and some kid named Rex uh, auditioned for the part of George Washington. Yeah. And uh, who the hell is this kid? He's Rex. He's, he's, the un- he's one of the kids that just sits in the classroom that we don't know about. And we never hear from again. Probably because he he uh, he left he left Springfield Elementary to go to a uh, art school because he believes he's the the best uh, best person ever. And so I love it. Miss Hoover's <laughs> like Martha Washington will be played by Lisa Simpson. And then I like how she giggles. She's like, yeah. yeah. And that George Washington will be played by Ralph Wiggum. And they're like, what? <laughs> this is a travesty. Everyone knows I'm the best actor in this ridiculous school. <laughs> sit down, Rex. I will not sit down. Someone's gotten to you, you deceitful cow. <laughs> That's absurd, Rex. Ralph won the part fair and square. Then Miss Hoover crosses over, over to the window and opens and shuts the uh, Venetian blinds repeatedly. Out in the parking lot, you see Wiggum, Lou, and Eddie and Miss Hoover <laughs> at the window. It's like, That's signal. Take the boot off. <laughs> uh, I love how they, uh, well, not blackmailed, but uh, basically bribed Miss Hoover by putting a boot on her car and said, and Chief Wiggum basically like, yep, give my son the part or you're going to keep the boots. Yep. Now I, so. I don't know. Now I don't know if this is a good time to bring it up, but I, this is the first time I noticed it. And since now that we oh, learned, yeah. now that we learned this episode that Ralph is Chief Wiggum's son, if you look closely at Eddie's yes. hair, Eddie's hair, it looks identical to Ralph Wiggum's hair. Yes, I, I know the theory. And there's the I... theory that, that he's actually the father and not Wiggum. And you, I mean, realistically, you look at Wiggum's hair and it's blue and kind of curly. And you look yeah. at, uh, what's her name? The mom. Yeah. Uh, her, you look at her hair and it's it's blue and it's like long, like long, straight it's, hair. It, here's the thing. So if you look at, at genetics, it's very possible that they both carry a recessive gene where you wouldn't have that hair. I I get the theory, but if you look at it, Eddie's hair is drawn similarly to Homer's. No, 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 no. Like with this cap on, it's come it looks exactly like Ralph's. Look at it again. It they look identical to Ralph's hairline. I but I feel like Ralph looks more like Chief Wiggum. Maybe in the body and the face, but not the hair. <laughs> mm, I I don't I don't I, like again, it's just a cartoon. So they probably were just like, well, and don't forget when they drew Ralph, like they didn't know who the father was going to be probably. Yep. And it's too late to change it at that point. Yeah. But so, I'm guessing the person who drew Ralph drew Eddie and they're like, maybe eh, we could have him that same hair. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't put too much uh, thought into 
theories when it comes to cartoons because I just don't know what the writers are thinking and what the ant like how they ask the animators to draw certain cartoon characters. So while it's a cool theory, I just don't put too much stock into it. Sarah Sarah wanted to have an affair with Eddie. Just come on. Sarah. So yeah. <laughs> uh so then uh you know Ralph comes over, knocks on the door and leaves a uh present for Lisa, which just happens to be a Malibu Stacy convertible. And there's a card in, it, card in it that says, look in the trunk. I think he means trunk. And in the trunk, there are two tickets to the Krusty Anniversary Show. Yeah, and, that's uh, hey, that's a good gift, man. Yeah, I would take it. Oh, yeah. I don't care if I like the kid. i take it. Yep. And then, but I like how, you know, Bart uh, says we should, he should be going because he's a bigger fan. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, look, I even bought the Krusty own pregnancy test. And uh, there's a warning that says may cause birth defects. I don't, know how a, I don't know how a pregnancy test can cause birth defects, but because you're, you're peeing on a stick, you're peeing on it. You're not sticking it up there. No. So if you were sticking it up there to see if you were pregnant, then maybe. Maybe but, maybe that's how Krusty's brand works. Uh, or maybe you have to stick it in. I don't know. That seems kind of odd. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I guess don't use Krusty Brand's uh, pregnancy tests. No. Use, use Barnacle Bill's pregnancy test. You get a free <laughs> corn pipe. <laughs> uh, and so Bart says to Lisa that she that it wouldn't be honest. And Bart says, oh, I'll go dressed up as you. And he's like, but what if he wants to hold hands? I'm willing to make that sacrifice. <laughs> but what if he wants to kiss you? I'm willing to make that sacrifice. <laughs> Bart will well, go to the ends well, of the earth. Well, what if he, you don't want to know no, how far how I'll far go. I'll go. <laughs> oh boy. That is a very uh, explicit line in a early season uh, Simpsons cartoon. Dude, Bart really wants to go to this crusty uh, special, man. Well, I mean, it's crusty. Of course he wants to go. It's his hero. Yep. And so... You know, he goes up to, uh, Lisa goes up to Homer and says, is it okay <laughs> to take things for people that don't, that you don't like? And Homer's, you see Homer hoing up Ned Flanders diploma from Oral Roberts University, crosses out Ned Flanders' name and writes his own. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know why Homer wants people to think that he went to Oral Roberts, but yeah, I guess. Maybe and, it's a, I don't know. Is Oral Roberts a good college? I think it is. It, no, it, it definitely is, but I feel like Homer's taken enough stuff from Ned that they could have flashed to anything with property of Ned Flanders on it. That's true, yeah. I mean, it didn't necessarily have to be his diploma, but eh, I guess yeah. that's the way the direction they wanted to go. So yep. Homer tells Lisa that, that her con to push her conscience around, let, not let her push, conscience push her around, and an angel appears on Homer's shoulder and tells him that's a horrible thing to say, and it sounds like droopy. So if you guys, if you none of you guys <laughs> oh watch like old school cartoons, go watch droopy. droopy droopy cartoons. They're they're awesome. Yeah. And Homer tells the angel to shut up. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And so then uh, now they're driving to the Krusty special and Lisa asks yeah. Wiggum how we got tickets. And Wiggum says uh, Krusty knows how to play ball. Uh, well, I mean, we learned what what episode was that that we learned was it, it must have been triple bypass because I think I just edited that episode where it was a whole glug glug slug glug yes. thump thump episode. Yes. Um, and that's you know Krusty knows how to play ball. So he he wiped his uh, DWI and no, he got, no, he didn't. No, 
they cut to the Springfield X Theater, which is the oh, pornography that's, theater. Yeah, that's right. And now playing Debbie Does Springfield, which is a reference to Debbie Does Dallas. I'm not getting into that because this is a more friendly. No, it's not. <laughs> if you don't know what Debbie Does Dallas is, look it up yourself. I'm not hey, getting into hey, it. Hey, we just did the whole Bart line where he'll do anything. I, I think we're well past <laughs> what we'll talk about in this episode. Well, I think for most of our, our listeners, they know what Debbie Does Dallas is. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so, yes, that's the reason. But there's other reasons Krusty knows how to play ball. Correct. I'm sure Wiggum gets a lot of free perks from Krusty. I do love the fact that when they cut to that scene, you know, Wiggum comes in. And Krusty thinks it's a bus. Yeah, but he's actually there to watch the movie. Yeah. He's <laughs> uh, like, and Lisa's like, I don't think this story is suitable for children. He's like, really? I keep my pants on in this version. <laughs> oh my God, it's so dirty. Yep. This is like the dirtiest Simpsons episode, I think. In uh, at least the season. Yeah, probably. Um, and so we cut to the Krusty special and we learn that Bill Clinton is uh, at the show. So, yep. you know, the the, the, the <laughs> United States elite is going to this thing. Yeah. Well, so if this was if this was February of 93 and I'm going to get into the math a little bit uh, once we get to the first clip they show um, February 93. Yes, Bill Clinton would have been the president because. The election would have been been at the November of 92 and he would have started serving office in January. So it makes sense. Yeah. But you don't have to be the president to go. I mean, senators like going to, but he calls him, but yeah, he calls him the president. Yeah. Um, so, well, geez. So this was dropped in February of 93. God, they must've threw that in. Cause if this, if this episode was written, up to six months ahead of time. Yeah. They they probably didn't know he was president yet unless they nope. just predicted the future. I wonder, if this was, I wonder if this was one of those episodes where where they were watching it and I, we were watching it in 93. They're like, oh, they predicted the future. I probably didn't remember that. But yes, they, predict, <laughs> they definitely predicted the future. However, we're going to get into why they didn't predict the future in a second. Yep. So Krusty tells, you know, a bad joke. <laughs> and so the audience, you know, doesn't clap. So they flash the applause sign <laughs> and the audience sits there with their arm crossed. Like, we're not we're not clapping to no. that. That was a bad no. joke. Yes. And so we get our very first clip of the uh, anniversary special, and it's Robert Frost in 1963. And this is where the math gets a little wonky. So it feels like to me this is like their first clip ever. Like this is the first episode. And so if it is the first episode of 1963, and this is the 29th anniversary, this would put this in 1992, not 1993. Which means Bill Clinton wouldn't have been the president yet. Well, no, don't they? So if it's... No, 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 it would be 29 because you don't count your first anniversary till the first year. So if this is 1963, we're in 1993, which would be the 29th anniversary. You'd be minus one because the first episode isn't of... It's it's not the first anniversary. It's the first no, no. year. Yeah, it's the fir- they're showing a clip from the first episode exactly so in 1993 it would be the 29th anniversary. no it would be the 30th because the first episode aired in 1963 exactly you don't don't minus a year for anniversaries yeah you do your first anniversary yeah so if it started in 1963 the first first anniversary the first anniversary is 1964 
So, you, so it's not 30 years. It's minus one. It's 29. Mm. That's how anniversaries work. You don't count the first year as your first anniversary. Episode one isn't your first anniversary. It doesn't count. Your first anniversary mm. is 1990. Or, so their first anniversary would be 1964. Okay. So 29 is correct. Okay. Also, Robert Frost died January 29th of 1963. So this episode, so they recorded the episode in January and <laughs> it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they must have recorded it early January or they didn't yes. realize. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'm sure the writers realized when he died. So yes, he he debuted his show in 19 in January 1963. Maybe he died because of Krusty. <laughs> Maybe. Krusty well, I mean he did him. No, no, he did crush uh so he goes, "Hey Frosty, do you, do you want some snow, man? And he dumps oh, yeah. a bunch of snow on him. And Robert Frost is like, we agree not to do this. So <laughs> I'm betting, I, I bet you're right. Krusty killed Robert Frost by dumping a crap ton of fake snow on him and crushing him to death. Either that or just giving him like poison. Like maybe, maybe the, the in, 1990, in 1963, I'm guessing fake snow might've had a more toxic yes. appeal to it than the now. <laughs> but we're in agreement. Krusty killed Robert Frost. Yes. Cool. I'm going to go with that. So, and then we get a clip from 1973 where we get Croon along with Krusty and he's singing Break On Through to the Other Side by The Doors. Great song. Yep. I do like the fact that Krusty's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. And well, he so was on we, drugs. Come on. It was the 70s. Was, yeah. So then we cut to the audience and Ralph somehow is eating ice cream. Well, they have ice cream vendors at uh, Krusty the Clown show, right? <laughs> I don't think so. So <laughs> Ralph scoop <laughs> ice cream out of a yeah. bucket from your pouch. So Ralph asks Lisa if she wants some of his ice cream, and she goes, "No, thank you." And Chief Wiggum, who apparently is also there with them, um, but I like tells... how everyone's dressed up so nicely. And well, yeah, Wiggum it's an anniversary. Wearing... Yeah, police. but Wiggum's wearing his police uniform. Yeah, it's a uniform. I don't know. You see military people wear their uniforms to anniversary shows, I'm sure. Maybe. I guess I've never been to a whole dress-up thing before and, and seen any, you know, other people there. So Wiggum asks Ralph to pass it his way, but the ice cream melts and falls onto Lisa's dress. And Wiggum's, oh no, your dress. Nothing, nothing. He, he's like, nothing gets chocolate out. And he shows Lisa stain on his pants. You know, in 93, I'm guessing chocolate could come out but i guess nowadays you could probably use oxyclean or something and get oh, some chocolate yeah. out yeah i think i think if you scrub the spot first and then throw it in the wash but you have to do it like right away yeah you could probably get the stain out like if you wash that thing right away you could probably get the stain out but if you don't do it right away yeah it's there forever but i do like how we cut so crusty's like oh let's talk to the audience and so he goes to ralph and you look lisa has no longer has chocolate on her dress Oh, those animators. What were you thinking? Continuity. I demand it. Um, <laughs> At least and... within a same episode. You can yeah. you can change continuity in all in, in next episodes, but come on. Within right. a, within a physical episode, let's let's keep it. Yeah. So before, you know, they get to all that, we also see a clip of his first sideshow, Sideshow Rahim. Uh, what was it? He didn't want to... Uh, what, get what hit in the head by a mallet. Uh, yeah, get hit head. And Krusty is like, very angry young man. Yeah, angry, angry young man. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, Krusty goes up to Ralph and he's like, is Lisa your girlfriend? And Ralph's like, yes. And when I grow up, 
I'm going to marry her. And uh, yep, I mean, and Lisa's like, now listen to me. I don't like you. I never liked you. And the only reason I gave you that stupid Valentine is because nobody else would. Yep. Yikes. And uh, so after she says that, <laughs> the scene pauses and we cut to the Simpsons living room because Bart and Lisa are re-watching this clip. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did they tape? Did they tape the episode, or did like Krusty hand out like videos? No, no, no. My, sh- well, probably they probably couldn't do it right away. So my guess is Bart taped it so that yeah. he could watch it over and over and yeah. over again. And Bart's like, "Look, if you if you uh, stop it right here, you can pinpoint the exact moment his uh, heart, breaks. heart breaks." And so he's like clicking and clicking. Now somebody did point out, and I noticed this after I read of this. He does he does 10 frames, Ralph moves 10 frames, and Lisa only moves 5. However, <laughs> and, now here's the thing, in TV, something can move for 10 frames and another one can only move for 5 if that other person really isn't moving a whole lot. So I I well it's a cool visual and a cool little anecdote. I it's, nothing's wrong with it in my my sense. Yeah. And so uh Lisa feels bad. And so we cut to Ralph at the park and he's like at least you guys are my friends. And he yeah. throws some bread at the ducks and the ducks swim away. No one wants to be friends with Ralph. And so uh, Chief Wiggum comes by and he tries to console Ralph. And he's like, wait, where did my badge go? And we find out a duck stole uh, Chief Wiggum's badge. And Chief Wiggum cannot catch the duck. Nope, because he's fat. Yep. I don't know how he passed his, uh, well, it is Springfield. So how did yeah. he pass his uh, entrance physical? Yeah. <laughs> to the police force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of tough. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and so uh, Wiggum, you know, is obviously upset. So he wants to help help out Ralph wherever he can. Yeah. And so Wiggum <laughs> pulls over Homer in retaliation, says, what's the problem, officer? Uh, you have a taillight out. Where? Right here. And smashes Wiggum. Homer's taillight. <laughs> I mean, and, and this is I, this is probably the greatest line. Yeah, Homer's like, one episode. day the citizens will stand up to the crooked cops. <gasps> when? <laughs> and there are two episodes where the citizens become cops because there's an episode where Marge becomes a cop. Yep. And there's an episode where Homer becomes a cop. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Wiggum probably should be concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now we get... Uh, Hooray for President's Day! You must see it to get course credit. So, so the parents have to see it for the kids to get credit? Uh, yeah. That makes no sense. Also, well, the parents would go anyways. You think you would think the parents would go support their kids, but you like know. the the only time. So when we did our first grade musical, our dad got there super late, and that's only because we he had to put our dog down. Which kind of sucks. Yeah. But otherwise, he would go to, like, a lot of the stuff that I did. I know yeah, mom yeah. did. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's a but, weird sign. Yeah. But uh, you want to make sure your parent, the parents are going. Well, probably also because they want to get money, as we'll see. So it's 50 <laughs> cents for orange drink. The only, the only That'll be the only way to recoup the money from all the fire drill follies. And was that mostly Bart pulling the fire drill? No, no, no. So they cut to another. So Willie's like, because um, Skinner's like, well, I don't know what went wrong. Because I, I feel like it was a fire drill safety thing. Yeah. And Willie reminds him that they opened the show with a fire drill and everyone cleared out. 
<laughs> so it has nothing to do with Bart. They were trying to do a fire sa- or a, a safety thing with the parents, and they started with the fire drill. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And so, uh, so Skinner's going to open the show here. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a wonderful evening of theater and picking up after yourselves. <laughs> yep. We begin with a tribute of our lesser-known presidents. Uh, this is good. So and we get a drum roll and the and a bugle playing "Hail to the Chief," and yep. the song uh, "We Are the Mediocre Presidents." You won't find our faces at dollars or on cents. There's Taylor. There's Tyler. There's Fillmore, and there's Hayes. There's William Henry Harrison. I died in 30 days. Which is true. He yep. took his presidency and died in a month. Yep. We are the adequate, forgettable, occasionally regrettable <laughs> caretaker presidents of the USA. And then you get the bugle. Yep. You get the bugle playing uh, Hail to the Chief, Trombo playing Shave and a Haircut, and a tuba doing two bits. Yeah. So the presidents that are mentioned in the song are John Tyler, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, Rutherford B. Hayes, and obviously William Henry Harrison. Yep. And those are, yes, those are the very lesser known presidents because they didn't really do much in their presidencies. Yeah. You know, maybe we should get a, uh, like a $2, change the $2 bill or make another dollar, (laughs) make a bill that has these presidents all on it. (laughs) The $1,000 bill? The $1,000 bill with all these, the lesser known presidents on it. Uh, give them, give them a little bit. Give them something, or yeah. cram them all on a new coin. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So now uh, they're backstage, and Bart tells the <laughs> girls to check out his uh, uh, check out this president, and he uh, drops his pants. You get a Nixon imp- uh, impression, saying, "I am not a butt." <laughs> God, Bart. <laughs> oh, I gotta oh. love Bart. And yeah. so you get you miss over. Do you want to play John Wilkes Booth, or do you want to act like a maniac? Which, I do like the fact that, yeah, Bart was like, I'll behave. I'll behave. <laughs> which is weird for Bart. I feel like that's not in character with him to do that. Well, no, no, no. He's He wants to be John Wilkes Booth. He wants oh, to be yeah. a maniac. He's yeah, like, I'll because, behave. Yeah, because as we see, so Milhouse is playing Lincoln, and he's at the Ford Theater, and Bart busts in to <laughs> assassinate Milhouse because John Wilkes Booth assassinated Milhouse, and he goes, hasta la vista, Evie. <laughs> so and, good. uh... And so he starts shooting at uh, Millhouse, and they grapple. And Homer is like, "Yeah, get him, boy!" And uh, and he's like, uh, "Chester B. Arthur, you're next." And Miss Hoover grabs Bart, and he goes, "Unhand me, Yankee!" Oh my God, that was so great! I loved it. See, that's amazing. I enjoy that. That's oh. fantastic. Bart acting like the Terminator is great. And you know, see, this is why Bart was going to behave. He wanted yeah. to do this. Yeah. So I do like, so uh, Skinner comes back on. He goes, uh, the evening will come to an end. And Homer goes, woohoo. And he goes, <laughs> with the story of the life of George Washington. do Because <laughs> Homer thought the show was ending, which that was the whole point. Um, so we get as the scene set and they actually have a real fire burning on stage. I don't know how they're controlling it. Because as we see, uh, you know, uh, Ralph does his George Washington. He burns the Valentine's Day card that Lisa gave to him on stage. And he does a really fantastic job of George Washington. Who knew? Um, he does such a good job that Ralph inspires Dolph, Jimbo, and Kearney to go to the library to learn more about the Founding Fathers. Yeah. Or do they just want an excuse to leave? 
No, I mean, it's it's kind of funny, and I, I uh, we'll talk about it during our uh, character profile, but yeah. I, I love how good Ralph just is. Yeah. Um, we also cut to Selma and Patty, you know, applauding it as well. Now, I understand that, you know, Bart and Lisa are in this play, but do they really need to be there? Well, maybe they just wanted to support their niece and nephew. Or do they want to hit hit on Skinner again? Maybe. <laughs> or uh, they wanted to keep away from Barney. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I thought it was kind of weird that they just kind of shoehorned Patty and Selma in there. I mean, since they live in the same town, maybe. I mean, did our grandma and grandpa go to, like, some, not all of them, but I'm sure some of our school, like, musicals or, or plays and stuff. I have maybe. to imagine. So, yeah, I, I don't know. How how often I know Grandpa and Grandma would come to like baseball games that we played in. Yeah, so I mean, if I, I mean, but not I, any like school functions. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, most of our aunts, Aunt Elsie and Aunt Carol, they yeah. lived out of town, so they probably wouldn't ever no. come to anything. But I feel no. like if if aunts and uncles live within your city limits, they might come to a couple of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, didn't, they didn't go to, like, Bart and Lisa's Christmas musical in the first no. season. I don't think they've... I mean, we've had a few concerts and a few... Like, Lisa's beauty pageant and Patty and Selma yeah. didn't go to those. But I'm sure maybe every once in a while. And plus, we've been seeing a lot more of Patty and Selma in recent episodes. Yeah. So, well, also, when it comes to our grandfather, he passed away in 98 when I was in fifth grade. So, I mean, he really didn't have a whole lot of opportunities to see me do things. Yeah. So, but our grandmother, I mean, she lived till 2012, but I don't really remember her going to anything that I did maybe once or twice. I'd have to ask our parents, but yeah. So, uh, so I love the fact that, you know, they go backstage and Skinner is getting ready to like finish the show by like hoisting Ralph and drop an American flag. And Willie's back there. He's like, and he's crying. He's like, I didn't even cry at my own father's. Uh, when my own father was hung for stealing a pig. <laughs> but I'll cry now. <laughs> That's how good Ralph is. So, as I said, Skinner uh, raises Ralph. An American flag drops. Curtains close. Everybody loves it. We cut outside. And Ralph is signing autographs. Yeah. Because he did a fantastic job. Think he'll get and... Valentine's now? <laughs> yeah, right. So, he's... Uh, so him and Lisa have a chat and uh, Lisa gives him a let's be friends card. And there's a, a picture of a bee. God, Ralph. And so I love the fact that, you know, well, Wiggum's sitting in his car, you know, probably just watching Ralph to make sure he's okay. And Lisa and Wiggum and Ralph are swinging on the swing set and Wiggum ignores uh, a call out for a riot. He's like, ah, not tonight. Shuts it off. Yeah. And, and he tur- no, no. He shuts off the radio. He turns on KBBL, and we get a bookend of the episode with them playing the Monster Mash yet again on President's Day. <laughs> and we see uh, Lisa and Ralph on the swing set. We get a uh, another pullout of the Heart Wipe, and we get the Monster Mash playing over credits. Yep, because you know that uh, the uh, was it Brian and Marty, Bill and Marty. Bill and, Bill and Marty. Bill and Marty. They, uh, I guess, do we don't know which one played it. No, we Bill don't. or we don't know which one is the dumb one that plays Monster no. <laughs> Mash. But what every, so what do they play? So what do they play uh, for Halloween? Do they play a Christmas song? Yes, they. Play every other holiday, bells. it's the, or Jingle Bells. But every other holiday, it's Monster Mash, regardless yep. of the holiday. Exactly. Yeah, okay. 
It means a lot. So I I enjoyed this episode. It is a fantastic episode. My only issue with it is once you get past the Valentine's Day stuff and into kind of like the back half, I kind of felt like it dragged on forever. Like, uh. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, to me, it felt like it just kind of dragged on a little bit. And now, mind you, I did watch this at like 11 o'clock at night, so I was kind of tired when I watched this. Um, it's a great episode. Um, it didn't end out how I thought it was going to, because I originally, I thought it was the episode where it ends where Lisa and Janie walk Ralph home, but it is not this episode. No. So I'm that. definitely not. But you get, you get the Ralph one-liners, you get, like, Chief Wiggum and Krusty the Clown at a porno, <laughs> um, you get, you get some good stuff. It's not, to me, it's not, it just doesn't reach that level of five not quite i feel like there's just there's just something else that needs to be in there i do love the the president's day song and ralph does a fantastic job i don't know there's just something in there towards once they get to like the president's day stuff it just i don't know it kind of feels disconnected to me a little bit so it's a fantastic episode this does not quite hit that tier five for me. So I'm going to give it a four mm, sprinkles. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Ebert. I mean, Robert. <laughs> um, uh, I'm giving it two thumbs up. And by that, I mean, in five, everything's coming up, Milhouse. I mean, it God, just watching this episode again just made me realize how much I love Ralph Wiggum and his, and his lines. I mean... Mm -hmm. You, the scissors, the gluing his head to the shoulder, the crayon. I mean, this was just the episode in the classroom. And I think there's only one other episode where we get like several Ralph quotes within a scene yeah. in, the, in the classroom. Yeah. But I, Mr. Simpson, the terpenes are making me dizzy. And the funny thing about <laughs> it was, is, is my wife, Shay, while I'm watching this episode, comes downstairs and dries her hair in the bathroom because that's where her hair dryer is. And I have to pause it. And I yell at her. I'm like, look, I'm trying to watch the Simpson episode. Don't make me quote lines without watching it. And so then I like immediately start <laughs> quoting the lines like over her hair dryer because <laughs> it was that scene. And I'm like, dude, I know all these lines. You can't stop me. And, yeah. But no, I mean, just I love this Valentine's Day episode. It is absolutely classic. The it Valentine also gets it's, the Valentine it also gets itself, it the choo choo yeah. choose me joke is fantastic. Also, that's kind of why it gets downgraded for me, because I hate Valentine's Day. So, sorry, uh, you lose points. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, really, the only downside to this episode for me was just the chalkboard gag. Like, I just, eh, just didn't get it, didn't understand it, don't, I mean, that that's really the only Well, downside. they all can't be winners. No, they, they can't. But, yeah, I mean, everything else about this episode... Bart, the Bart being uh, John Wilkes Booth was fantastic. <laughs> the crusty, the crusty uh, special was awesome. I love Lisa breaking Ralph's heart. I mean, that was that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no kid likes to get their heart broken, but Lisa, Lisa really laid into Ralph. I thought, I thought yeah. that was really something that's not. I wouldn't say is a Lisa thing, but man, you push Lisa hard enough. Oh yeah, she's gonna crack on you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna go five for me. This this was just a fantastic, well put together episode, and I mean, 
the writer, uh, I don't know, I've, I've ever, I, I usually look at writers, but this one was, I think, in, in my mind, a newer writer on on staff, no, but, I don't but, know. but was directed by Wes Archer. So, you know, you yeah, can't, yeah. you can't, you gotta, got a seasoned veteran uh, uh, directing. Yes. So um, uh, that, that's where I'm going with it. So let's uh, finish off with our character profile. And this week we got the all stupid Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> Uh, he's not stupid my, my cat's breath smells like cat food uh <laughs> he's not stupid he's special he's special he's a special man uh ralph wiggum his age eight years old grade his first year of fourth grade no wouldn't it be second grade because bart's in fourth oh wait yeah bart's in fourth grade yeah lisa's in second Okay, I guess, uh, wow, I guess I got it wrong. Yeah. That's weird. Unless he doesn't move up at all. No. no. And eight years old in fourth grade doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. Sorry, folks. First year in second, first year in second grade, he's in second grade. We'll just go with that. Yes. yes. Uh, accomplished at sleeping <laughs> and acting, apparently. Yeah. I mean, ugh, I don't, it's okay. So I almost equate this to. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely some very smart athletes out there that go to college and and get great degrees and everything. But a lot of football players, I wouldn't say are your smartest cookies in the jar. But I'll tell you this. To be a football player, to memorize those plays, to know where you need to be, you you do have to have some intelligence intelligence to run plays, to memorize all these plays, and to know what's going on. I would say a lot of football players are more street smart than book smart. Yes. And so I could see this in Ralph. I could see, hey, you know what? There's a skill you're fantastic at and you know how to do. And for him, I guess that's acting. Um, Connections. Father is chief of police. I don't know how I don't know how Wiggum got that job, but let's just say (laughs) he's the smartest of all the chiefs. Yeah, well, I think there's an episode where we find out where he became chief, isn't there? Oh, maybe. If there's not, they should make one. Yeah. Uh, Ralph's happiest day when the doctor (laughs) told him he didn't have worms anymore. (laughs) Oh, that was the happiest day of his life. Yeah. Favorite foods, school supplies. Yeah. He does like eating paste. I have Ralph eating paste in my Funko Pop. Uh, He likes eating crayons. Um, What else is he eating? Glitter. I think he's eating glitter. I think he's eating glitter. Um, I don't know what else. We'll keep an eye out for what else he eats. Uh, his shame. His parents <laughs> would let him use scissors or the oven. Well, you really shouldn't be letting an eight-year-old use the oven. No, probably not. And Mrs. Most, the point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, fantastic. I love Lisa. I do yep. love Lisa. Lisa's the best. Um, so let's close it out to where you can find us. Uh, so be sure to check us out on our social media, Facebook, uh, the Simpsons did a podcast. And if you want to tag us in anything at the Simpsons did it pod, Instagram, the Simpsons did it pod, uh, Twitter, Simpsons did it PC. Um, uh, you can donate to our podcast. Just head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. And thank you again to everyone who's donated. Um, and I hope you guys are enjoying your stickers. Um, all donations will also go towards future merchandise. Um, so more you guys donate, the more we can come up with new stuff for you. 
Um, lastly, check out our YouTube channel. Um, just type in the Simpsons to the podcast because right now we still don't have a valid URL. So I implore you guys, subscribe, like videos, and uh, just for the fun of it, comment on them so we can uh, see what you guys are thinking. Also, if you guys are Apple Podcast listeners, uh, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. That just helps us kind of gain more traction and get more uh, listens. And one last thing I just uh, learned. Uh, so Spotify allows you to add polls to your uh, episodes. Okay. So, yeah. So if, I'm going to start doing that weekly now. So if you guys listen to our episodes on Spotify, uh, when you click, uh, I tested this out, when you click our episode, just scroll down to the bottom, just beyond the description of it, and the poll will be there. So um, as you guys fill out these polls, we can uh, talk about them on air, or I could post them on uh, social media. Um, I was thinking about doing like a survey Saturday where I collect all of these beginning on Sunday to Saturday, and then I post it again, and I can give you guys the uh, results of said poll. Yeah, um, nice. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, so lastly, we have a phone number for you guys to call in and tell us all the fun things you want to tell us about either the Simpson episode, the podcast in general, things you like, and also in the future, what we're going to do is we'll open up our lines for questions regarding upcoming episodes so we can put your feedback within those episodes of the podcast. Um, and that phone number is 612-584-0986. So call us, leave a voicemail. So, until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.